recording. There it goes. Can you hear? Hang on. Diabetes. Can you hear that? Yep. All right. Awesome. And then once the stream is going, we will go in three, two, one. This is Life is Leet episode 23 for Sunday, June 29, 2014. Hello everyone, welcome back to Life is Leet. This is a podcast of nerds yelling at microphones about things. I am Jesse Hanna, and joining me tonight, once again for another late night episode, is, as always, my younger brother and my co-host on this here thing, Aaron. How you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. Awesome. Well, this is going to be, it, it, it's another late episode because it's been kind of a busy weekend, a uh, busy week and weekend for both of us, really. And there's just not yep. a whole lot to talk about, so it's going to be kind of a quick one. But yeah, I just got back from camping in the great outdoors. Yep, with its with its pretty graphics, but almost almost snoreworthy story and gameplay, <laughs> and uh, all too real force feedback. Yep, <laughs> and if 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 you lose part of your toe in the Grand Canyon, it stays there in <laughs> in the real life game. So uh. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, not a whole lot to talk about, but there's going to be one thing at the end that is going to be awesome to talk about. So let's go ahead and get us started, as usual, with games. Horn side. Whoops, that's not it. That's not it at all. Hang on. Wait, what? There we go. <laughs> that's more like it. I still had this on my um, soundboard from last week. Sorry, what does it say? It's it's me saying horde side in my drain eye voice. Oh, okay. That that's from last week. Oh, and uh, shout out to the chat room. We've got Blue Fire hanging out there. That's uh, me and Aaron's friend Jill, and we've got N in the chat room and watching the live stream. So, shout out to you two. Uh, thanks for joining us in the thing. And if you want to join us live, uh, follow our Facebook page, facebook.com/lifeislete, or our Twitter feed at lifeislete and We'll announce there when we're going to stream live. It's usually on Saturday afternoons, but last couple of weeks it's been weird. But we're going to be getting back to that soon. Anyway, moving on. Games. We, uh, I haven't been playing a whole lot this week, really. I, I did some LFR in WoW this afternoon, taking advantage of the Gaze of the Black Prince buff, getting some more work done on my Rogue on the Legendary Cloak quest. And that's uh, really been it. Oh, and I also picked up Trackmania 2, the Trackmania 2 pack with the Steam Summer Sale, and that has Canyon and I think it's Valley and Stadium, uh, those three games all just in one combo pack. Curse you, Steam Summer Sale, and your ridiculously good deals. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, uh, Trackmania, if you haven't played any of the Trackmania games, they are excellent. They're a lot of fun. And they're maddening when you keep crashing and going off the course and just keep hitting hitting the key to start over again and just do that for hours on end, trying to clear just one stupid freaking track. But yeah, that's that's basically all that I've all that I've done this week as far as gaming. Uh, what about you, Aaron? Um, well, I. I haven't, like I said, I've been camping, so I haven't been able to play much video games. 
Yesterday, though, I did get to play a little bit more of Xenoblade. Sweet. Still, still think that that's a pretty good game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and finish it all the way with like all the quests, which is, oh, full it's completion. gonna be something because there's a lot to do in that game. It's that's, a big game. That's gonna take a while. Yeah, and then also, I actually got this a week or so ago, but uh, I picked up Ubisoft's Child of Light RPG for the Wii U, which is mm-hmm. um. It's like this turn-based RPG mixed with a side-scrolling platformer. And it is done in the UbiArt framework, which is the same engine that Ubisoft used for its most recent Rayman platformers. Mm-hmm. So it's a very pretty-looking game. And it's kind of interesting. I like it so far. The dialogue is pretty much all rhymes, so if that's a turn-off, then, well... Mm-hmm. Well... It- I, I've, yeah. I've heard that that's good, though. I think it's out on more plat. I've, I've seen it on the it's, Wii U. I think it's out it's, on more platforms. It's too. out on a lot more platforms than just the Wii U. I think there's a Vita version coming soon. Yeah, I think I, th- I, I, think I saw or heard about the Vita version. It might have been on the PlayStation blog that I heard about it. I'm looking right now to see if it's... Um, yeah, it's not listed, at least not that I could find just now on the store on the Vita but I have heard about it coming to the Vita, so I might check that out, either either on the Wii U or... Um, was it on the 3DS, too? I don't think it is on the 3DS. I, I can't remember, but I, I, I do remember having heard about it on platforms other than the Wii U, but I've, I've heard, been hearing pretty good things about it, so I may, I may check that one out, too. Mm. So, yeah, there's that. Yep. Well, just a couple of items of news to talk about this week. Uh, let's start off with something that we've been talking about a little bit the past few weeks, Zelda Hyrule Warriors. We got a few pretty cool-looking trailers this week. One of them is for Link's Fire Rod. One of them is of Impa, which is completely just destroying everything. And then there's another one of Zelda, of Princess Zelda herself. And if you're watching us on the live stream or on YouTube, you're uh, seeing a bit of this trailer, and we'll have links to these in the show notes. But I, all of these make me want this game now because I it's, it destroy all the things. Rupees flying everywhere. Hack and slash. I, uh, Pr- Princess Zelda just kicking tremendous amounts of trash. I it's. It's epic. I want this game. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, it, it, it looks so awesome. I love the graphics on this so far. I can't it wait for this to come out. It definitely looks a lot better than it w- when it was first revealed, that's oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's going to be coming out in... It's going to be coming out in Europe on September 19th and North America on the 26th. Uh, when was it coming out in Japan? Oh, let me see real quick. Oh, August 14th is when it's coming out in Japan. And we also heard that about a few new characters, or a few characters, one new character that have been added to the game. Agatha from Twilight Princess and Zant are both going to be playable characters in the game. And a new original character named Lana, who is going to be an ally of Link, has also been added to the game. We'll have links to an Anime News Network article that has screenshots from the game. It talks a little bit about the char- the new original character of Lana. And I, all, all of this just makes me want this game more. I, I, p- 
put put this game out now and how hard do I have to throw my wallet at the computer for me to have this now because it looks awesome and I want to play it. <laughs> yep. Anyway. So there's that. Couple items of Blizzard news and that's pretty much going to do it. This is a big one. Oh, this, this is a big one. We've talked about the Curse of Naxxramas adventure mode slash expansion slash thing that's going to be coming out for Hearthstone soon. Blizzard have been posting previews of it. We've seen previews of a whole bunch of cards and all of the different class-specific cards that are going to be made available with it. And now we finally know... We don't know the release date, but we know when they're going to tell us the release date. <laughs> the, there was a post on the forums by... Oh, who was it by? Um, uh, great radio, I know. We're looking this up. Okay, it was Aratil. Community manager Aratil posted on the Hearthstone forums that on July 1st, they are going to announce details on the pricing and the release date and the release structure and all of that for Curse of Naxxramas. So, and they've also said that they're targeting it for a release during the month of July. They haven't promised that. They've said that that's when they're hoping to have it out, but we are going to find out for certain in just a few days, just two days from now, really, when they're going to be releasing it and what it's going to cost. So... Uh, classic classic Blizzard soon TM there, uh, telling us when yep. they're going to tell us when they're going to release it. Something that they didn't tell us anything about when it was coming until right when it happened, though. Uh, another thing, they've, they've done this to us quite a bit lately, but they dropped the Warlords of Draenor closed beta on us on Friday. They didn't say anything about it at all until I think Thursday night was when some people started getting emails that they were going to be launching the beta the following morning or the following afternoon, actually. I think it was like 2 p.m. Pacific time when the beta actually went live. But we heard nothing about it at all. People were thinking, are we going to hear about the beta at BlizzCon? Are they going to... uh, We didn't know because we had heard literally nothing about it. Until, all of a sudden, they say, oh, hey, here's the beta. It starts Friday the 27th at 2 p.m. <laughs> and <laughs> all of a sudden, beta happened. And then beta. Yes. Then beta. Everywhere. They they are doing it once again by account flagging. They seem to have really moved away from doing beta keys. I probably, after so many keys, ended up on, like, eBay from Hearthstone, and people were doing weird things just to try to get a beta key to get into Hearthstone. I think I think that was what made the move to just doing account flagging almost exclusively, so that people aren't doing strange things to try to get into the beta. But they have said that they are giving priority to quote-unquote WoW veterans. So I, I don't know if that means... Whoops, hang on, we're having stream problems, let's reboot that. Okay, we're back on the stream. Sorry about that if you're watching the live stream. Oh, we had a couple problems. Oh, oh, not again. Uh, Anyway, we we were talking about the closed beta of of Warlords of of Draenor. Easy for me to say. I'm tired. It's late. Uh, The closed beta for Warlords of Draenor. They, uh, They said that they are doing it with account flagging, giving priority to WoW veterans, I, I, some of the people that I know have gotten in, like, were in the friends and family alpha of the original game. 
but some people haven't gotten in who've been playing for almost since launch. So and continuously since launch. So I don't really know. We don't really know what that means. But if you've been playing for a long time, you probably will get into the beta at some point. And it also doesn't hurt to go to your Battle.net profile and opt into the beta. That certainly doesn't help your. Uh, doesn't hurt with your chances of getting in. Mm-hmm. Some things that have been added to the beta. There are in progress and uh, as far as they've released anyway, versions of some of the new character models. And they've gotten really, really good reception. But there isn't as of yet a way for you to go and completely recustomize your character. There's the things that you can do just at the barbershop. But a lot of people are hoping, hey, if we're getting all new models, does that mean that we're going to get a complete character recustomization for free? What, uh, we still don't know yet if that's going to happen when the expansion comes out, but that's not the case so far. Mm-hmm. During the alpha, I think for most of it, only the Horde was playable, and then for a little bit, the Alliance was playable, and there was no way to transfer characters from the live server. Now, both factions are playable for the beta, and character transfers are available. Something that has been kind of contentious is the main hubs for each faction have been moved away from uh, sort of the slightly more out of the way and more lore-based cities. Like, for example, the Alliance were based in the city of Karabor, which was an old Draenei city on Draenor. It's been moved away from that, and both of the faction central faction hubs are now the hubs on the outskirts of the new world PvP zone in Warlords of Draenor. And that's caused a bit of an uproar, but Blizzard have posted on the forums explaining that just going to that hub isn't going to immediately flag you from... You're not going to be required to PvP just going to those hubs. Uh, It's not going to flag you for PvP. It's not actually in the PvP part of that zone. But this being the Blizzard uh, community and forums, people are all up in arms about it. But again, keep in mind, it's beta. Things are going to be changing. We don't know entirely how it's going to be with the live release yet. So this is all up for change. One thing that I really like, though, is raids getting their own separate graphics settings. Because now, if if you're like me, you like having all the nice settings when you're out and about in the world... But when you try to go into a raid, it's just murder. But now with this, your computer should explode. Oh yeah, it's 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 disastrous. But now you can set the normal graphics, have everything at high or ultra or extreme, and then for raids, turn everything down to low to have the nice silky frame rate, so you can keep up with things and not get completely lost in raids. So I really like that. So I'm not in the beta yet. I'm I, I've been playing on and off since maybe about six months after launch. So I don't know how much a veteran that qualifies me as. So I don't know if or when I'm going to get into the beta. But if or when I do, I will probably stream some of it, and I'll definitely talk about it on the show. It's not under NDA or anything. People have been streaming it since the alpha, so I'll definitely talk about that. And obviously, as we get more news. As we hopefully get closer to the release date, I'm I'm thinking they're still on target for a um, a holiday season release if, for if, this. If it if they're putting out the closed beta now, that means that it's gotta be that the full release has gotta be sometime this year. 
Yeah, and I'm I'm thinking they're still going to be on target for their usual release schedule of Soon. holiday season ish every other year. So that's yeah. that's kind of what I'm thinking still for that. So we'll see, and we'll of course we'll announce it when. If if or when anything new happens, we find out more about that. Mm-hmm. And that wraps it up pretty much for video games. So let's move on now to anime. Bankai! And I've basically watched nothing this week. I, I watched a couple more episodes of Sailor Moon, and we're getting closer and closer to Sailor Moon Crystal. But that's pretty much been it for me. Uh, same for you, Aaron, pretty much? Same for me. Yep. So we just have a few things to news. I, th- I think I'll take this first one, actually. All right, go for it. Um, so Crunchyroll has announced that they're going to stream the English job of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stardust Crusaders, <laughs> and that the world premiere will be at Anime Expo 2014. Yep. So, yeah, th- this is the thing that's happening. Yep. Uh, and they've also announced, uh, they have the dub voice actors... Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew Mercer as Jotaro, Richard Epcar as Joseph, and Patrick Sates as Dio. And uh, let me see if I can get anything on their previous roles. I had their Wikipedia yeah. pages open, but then I closed them for whatever reason. Okay, but um, yeah, they um, just give you some time to pull that up. They are going to be uh, previewing, they're going to be... Or, premiering rather the first three episodes of the english dub and they're gonna have special guests of some of the staff some of the voice actors there and that's all going to be happening at anime expo and uh, at a special screening event uh, at anime expo on july 5th that's when that's all going to be happening mm-hmm. so uh um As far as Matthew Mercer is concerned, he was Levi in Attack on Titan, Mm -hmm. uh, which is interesting. Um, Yeah, the the dub voice of Levi. Has Levi been in the dub yet? I don't know. I haven't paid attention to that. I haven't been watching the Attack on Titan dub, so I don't know how far they are with it. Uh, Um, It's not for a while, Levi doesn't appear in the series for a while, so I don't yeah, know if they will have gotten to that, him yet. That's several episodes in, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. He's Krom, the main character in Fire Emblem Awakening. Mm-hmm. So that's something. Yeah, I could kind of see him as Jotaro, kind of. Uh, let's see here. Richard Epcar. He was Bobobo oh. in Bobobobobobobo. Yes. And he's going to be Joseph. <laughs> he, he was... He was Boba Bo, of course. Uh, Zangetsu in Bleach. Bato yeah, in the dub of the Ghost in the Shell film. Uh, that's 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 a pretty pretty cool voice there to get to get for that. This this is gonna be kind of that's that's pretty cool. Um, and, and then, then uh, Patrick Sates. Um, he is. And uh, he is actually Arthas Mainthrill and Garrosh in World of Warcraft. He's their oh, voice nice. actor. Nice. So that's, so that's going to be interesting. <laughs> Garrosh is a much more of a gruff character, yet Dio is kind of the opposite. The um. um so yeah, that's that's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah, the, there's there's a great um, 
clip that the instance has. They got a great bumper from the voice actor for Garrosh from Patrick Sates at some convention or, or another. So if if you listen to the instance, you'll you'll know that um, you'll know that that clip that that I'm talking about. So that's that's pretty cool that he's in that too, and he's also been in One Piece, Bleach. So yeah, those yeah. those sound, sound like uh pretty cool uh casting choices. Oh yeah, I'm I'm excited for Mercer having mm-hmm. Levi as Jotaro, <laughs> having the voice of Levi as Jotaro is going to be pretty nice. Yeah. So anyway, there's that. So yeah, if you if you've been wanting to watch manly men punching things, except in English, there you go. You're going to be able to do that now. Or coming of course, up pretty soon. Most of the references to like songs and stuff are probably going to be uh, taken out due to copyright, but whatever. Maybe. Anyway, it, it's it's all weird. Believe I, me, there's a lot of pop culture references in JoJo's. <laughs> anyway. Well, well, something else that happens on July 5th is, as I alluded to earlier, the world premiere of Sailor Moon Crystal. It's going to be Saturday, July 5th, and it's going to start at 3 a.m. Pacific time. <laughs> so stay up late if you want to watch that live. Or wake and up early. Cr- and Crunchyroll announced that they're going to be streaming it in the United States, Canada, South Africa, Australia, New Zealand, and Latin America, which is Central and South America, including Mexico. So if you live in any of those any of those regions, you're going to be able to watch it on Crunchyroll. If you have Crunchyroll Premium, you'll be able to watch the simulcast of it uh, like right away. If you don't, then you'll be able to watch it a week later. Remember that episodes are going to be coming out every other week. And if you uh, don't have Country World Premium or you don't live in any of those regions, then you'll still be able to watch it either on Hulu, maybe, or on the Nico Nico Doga streaming website, which is going to be showing it with subtitles in, I think, 10 different languages. So wherever you are, wherever you are, you're probably going to be able to watch it. So yep. uh, that's I I'm, I'm still 100% hyped up for that. It's I I I can't. It's actually getting to be kind of a problem to where I can't stop watching the trailer for it on repeat. I I may need an intervention, but I I'm probably gonna stay up late or get up early to watch that because I'm I'm stoked. So that pretty much covers it for anime. So let's go on and close things out now with... Whoops, that's not the right button. One more thing! There we go. There's the right button. And it's actually two more things this week. One of the one more things is... I mentioned earlier Trackmania. And I found online a amazing video. Someone ran the same track in Trackmania 2 Canyon with a Koenigsegg Agera. And they ran it a thousand times, the same track, and overlaid the video of all of them. And it looks awesome. It looks like this, a liquid. This is the weirdest. This looks strange. It looks like a liquid just flowing along the track. And he kept in all the ones where the car just goes flying off the track. But it's... It's mesmerizing to watch. You can see a little bit of it here while we're streaming it live or on YouTube, and we'll have a link in the show notes. But it's it's pretty awesome. And he also has a link to 
very high frame rate versions. He says they recorded it at top quality in 60, 120, and 240 frames a second. So he's got some really nice slow motion effects with anti-aliasing, depth of field turned way, way up. So you, you have to have a beast of a computer or wait a really long time for this to render. But it's awesome looking. It's definitely worth checking out. So go do that. We'll have a link to that in the show notes. And, of course, the last one more thing is Nerdtacular. The countdown begins. Aaron and I fly up on Thursday. We fly up on Thursday. We'll be there in the afternoon and evening for the kind of meet and greet, uh, mixer, event, party, whatever you want to call it, before the thing starts. We're going to be at panels during the thing. We're going to be hanging out during the downtime and breaks. So if you're going to be at Nerdtacular, come say hi to us. And, yeah, I'm probably going to set things up in my hotel room. Uh, Blue, Blue Fire's calling me out in the chat. I Yeah, I'm totally going to be set up in my hotel room to be able to watch the premiere of Sailor Moon Crystal. <laughs> because I'm, I'm, I'm a fanboy like that, I admit it. I'm totally a fanboy. <laughs> so that's pretty much going to wrap it up for this episode if you want to find our show notes if you want to download an mp3 of the show if you want to find links to our facebook twitter google plus pages links to subscribe to us via rss or on itunes you can find all of that at our website which is lifeisleet.com that's l-i-f-e-i-s-l-e-e-t.com that's where you'll also find the page where you have the youtube live stream embed and the chat room and shout out again to Blue Fire and Dan hanging out in the chat for watching this live this evening. No, it's yep. kind of late. We try to do this at a better time for more people to be able to watch. But, hey, two people watching the live stream is more than more than I think we've ever had, at least for a long time. So it's a thanks, new record. Thanks, thanks again for joining us for that. And keep an eye on our Facebook and Twitter pages for announcements of when we're going to be going live with that. Uh so yeah, again, lifeisleet.com is where you can find all of that. If you want to send us feedback, suggestions, comments, audio attachments, recommendations of stuff to watch or play or read or whatever, all that you can send to us at podcast at lifeisleet.com. My name is Jesse. I write this thing, so if anything in it is wrong, blame me. All the stuff that I do is at jbhanna.net or at, at jbhanna on Twitter. And sometimes I stream things at twitch.tv slash jbhanna. Aaron streams things at twitch.tv slash plato0. It's P-L-A-T-O and the number zero. Whenever either of us streams things, we'll post it on our Facebook and Twitter. Thank you again so much to Anne and Bluefire for joining us in the chat. Thanks again to everyone who listens, watches, downloads this episode. For me, for Aaron, until next time, see you at Nerdtacular. And everyone within the sound of my voice, take care. Bye.